Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in 3, 2, 1. Let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 welcome back to the J. Well, no, it's not the Jay Allen Show. It is the Rated R Safety Show. You see, I almost forgot exactly what I have been doing. Today's Monday, June the 29th of 2020. Holy shit, man. It's been a full week. A full week since we last spent some time together. I have been so heartbroken that we have not been able to communicate. And boy, has it been interesting to say the least. 
So I have to tell you, number one, and first off, thank you for coming back to the Rated R Safety Show. It has definitely been some time since we got to hang out. And the reason behind it is because when you go into a public setting, you have to make sure that you have a can that you actually have some kind of a mask. We had made this discovery last week. So last week the whole plan was that we were going to be coming to you live from Key West. Well, guess what happened? Well, we did not come to you live from Key West because here's the thing. If you go out and hang out with multiple people in public, you have to have a mask now inside of Key West. The people in Key West were extremely nice, extremely kind, really enjoyed the time down there. Duh. But unfortunately, you have to have a mask to be able to do anything kind of a public setting. So we were unable to bring you any of the shows last week, quote unquote, via video style or even radio wise, because we did not have the mask for public setting. Or let me kind of just do it this way. You could not understand what I was going to say if I actually had a mask on. So anyway, so now we're back and we're live and in living color coming to you live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. That's where we're, of course, located. We are coming to you live on safetyfm.com. We are coming to you live on safetyfm.tv. How was your week last week? A lot of interesting things occurred from what I understand. A lot of people contacted me with some of the stuff that was going on last week. Seemed like there was a lot of interactions in some places or some non-interactions in some others. Where were you at? Were you interacting with some or interacting with none? I don't know. What I'm here to do today is discuss the news with you because... That's what we do here on the Rated R Safety Show. So let me not waste much of your time, and let's get you started about the news that you never really truly did care about. Bringing you information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Nina Maria Potts with the latest world news. More than 500,000 people have died of COVID-19 worldwide, and there have been more than 10 million cases since the virus outbreak began. There's mounting global concern about the situation in the United States, where the number of cases is rising in 30 U.S. states, with the governor of Texas talking of a swift and dangerous turn. And officials are now urging people to wear masks. Governor Greg Abbott. Well, we need to understand that COVID-19 has taken a very swift and very dangerous turn in Texas over just the past few weeks. In the United Kingdom, students have returned to school in Wales and more shops have reopened in Scotland. However, the British city of Leicester is facing a possible local lockdown following a spike in COVID-19 cases. It comes as British Prime Minister Boris Johnson admits that coronavirus has been a disaster for the UK. Holly Hudson has more. Health Secretary Matt Hancock first mentioned an outbreak in Leicester on the 18th of June. 866 coronavirus cases have been reported there in the last two weeks. Following the surge, government officials have recommended the current lockdown measures remain in force in the city for an extra two weeks as restrictions are eased across the rest of England from this Saturday. Pubs, restaurants, hairdressers, etc. open. But Leicester's Mayor, Sir Peter Salisbury, said the suggestions were unjustified and have been hastily cobbled together, insisting more testing data is needed before deciding whether to implement a local lockdown. Meanwhile, in Hebei province in China... More than 400,000 people are under a new lockdown, as our correspondent Patrick Fock reports. Yes, well, it certainly does seem to contradict what appears to be very stable numbers, not just in China, but also in Beijing specifically, which, of course, has been the focus of the latest outbreak of the country. In fact, 
Of the 12 new cases that were reported, five were imported cases and the seven local cases were all uh, in the capital. All four gunmen who attacked the Pakistan Stock Exchange building in Karachi have been killed. Our South Asia correspondent Neha Punya has more. Local officials in Pakistan claim that security forces have killed all four attackers who tried to storm the Pakistan Stock Exchange building in Karachi. According to Pakistani news outlet Dawn, the gunmen reportedly threw grenades before entering the building. The building is in a high-security zone and also houses the head offices of many private banks, according to local media. Pakistani television networks showed police in full riot gear surrounding the building soon after the news of the attack broke. Officials say clearing operations are underway and several people have been injured in the attack. No group has claimed responsibility for the attack yet. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Well, you know how it goes. We always talk about toilets and all kinds of naughty potty stuff here when you're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Anyways, you know what it is. It's time for the disclaimer. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. So before we jump directly into the news, I wanted to talk about this real quick. I have to tell you, some people are some marketing geniuses when it comes to certain things. So as you are always aware, and they are not sponsoring the show, so let's make sure that we're clear. Skittles is always talking about the colors of the rainbow. And I wanted to bring this up because this is Pride Month. So, of course, Skittles can't do anything this month to help celebrate because of Pride Month. They can't say, hey, enjoy the colors of the rainbow. But they have come up with this bad boy, which I think is genius. This right here is colorless Skittles. They have actually come up with this whole thing. And hopefully I'll be able to open the bag. So they came up with a whole bag of colorless Skittles for people to have during Pride Month to help celebrate. So I guess it's kind of... The reverse effects, and we'll see if we can open these, the reverse effects of actually doing the Skittles with no colors. I think that's pretty cool. A pretty cool concept there. I'll try that. And they taste like normal Skittles. Just don't ask me what flavor. I like Skittles. I mean, it's not a bad thing to see. Anyways, hold on. Listen at your own risk. Rated R Safety Show. Wow, that was way too short. I needed a longer one. Anyways. Okay, now I think I got it. So anyways, how have you been, man? This is crazy. Way too long, way too long. Anyways, let's get you started into the news because that's why you're here. This is why this is the Rated R Safety Show. So here we go. As of Sunday, coronavirus cases have surpassed the 10 million mark, according to the John Hopkins University. Meanwhile, global deaths attributed to the virus have approached over 500,000 marks, a little over half a million. The United States remains number one, both in confirmed infections and death, with 2.5 million cases and over 125,000 deaths. They're saying the epicenters right now are Texas, Florida, in Arizona. So those are three areas that are being focused on or saying that they, they are seeing a very large amount of cases Duh. as we do discuss this going forward. 
Well, so I will tell you, as we already discussed a little bit before, about Key West in particular saying, hey, that they wanted to limit people going around and having to have masks on. Now, in Orlando, they're doing the exact same thing. The other portion that I want to reference, as you are aware, Orlando is known for amusement parks. Universal Studios has recently announced that they were going to be laying off some of their employees because of lack of interest of the amusement park. So they have actually cut some of their staff back after they had been furloughed. So now they're actually looking at it from the regards of doing it, of letting them go for layoff purposes. So that's actually coming out and about. So I wanted to share that information real quick as well. The U.S. Federal Aviation Administration and Boeing Co. are starting a three-day certification test campaign for the 737 MAX today. The test is pivotal for Boeing's worst-ever corporate crisis, which was hit even harder by COVID-19 pandemic. The jet is on path to resume the U.S. service before the end of the year, though the process has been plagued by delays. So here we go. Here we go. As you are aware, a lot of people still not flying because of everything that's going on inside of this little lovely planet of ours. Now, the Uh. other question that comes about as we have this discussion, how are you looking at this? Number one, are you considering traveling? And number two, 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 if you are giving any consideration to traveling, would you be looking at anything in regards of actually doing any traveling if you knew it was a 737 max or would you be a little hesitant of doing so i personally think would still have a little bit of fear in regards to being on one based on all of the information that we've heard about them Duh. but i think that kind of goes across the board anyways let's continue 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 down the path here a court has ruled that dinosaur fossils found on montana ranch belonging to the owners of the land surface rights not the owners of the mineral rights so that's interesting the ninth u.s circuit court of appeals upheld a 2016 decision by judge susan waters of billings that found dinosaur fossils were part of the surface estate not the mineral estate before making the decision the ninth circuit court asked montana supreme court to rule on whether fossils were minerals under the state law In a four to three ruling, the justices said that the fossils are considered minerals. So here we go. By the way, dinosaurs on Earth on the ranch include a T-Rex found in 2013, a tricep. I'm going to mess that one up. A triceptors, yeah, a skull discovered in 2011 and 2006 of a pair of dinosaurs that appeared to have been locked in battle when they died. The T-Rex was sold for millions of dollars and the so-called dueling dinosaurs drew a bid for $5.5 million in auction. So are fossils that important to you that you would be going after them directly if you're doing so? Now you're probably sitting there going, how in the hell does that have to do with anything with safety? And that's okay. Maybe that's not exactly the question you should be asking. Maybe the question you should be asking is, let's talk about minerals and let's talk about bones and lands. Maybe that's the portion that we need to be looking at together. But I think you already knew that. Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never. Okay, feds in Washington, D.C. have charged four men in connection with failed efforts to pull down a statue of President Andrew Jackson near the White House. Authorities allege the men attempted to tear down the statue located in Lafayette Square last week during protests. Those charged Lee Mitch, Lee Michael, Matthew Judge, Ryan Lane, and Graham Lloyd Judge was arrested over the weekend while the other three have yet to be apprehended. So 
We're going to take a look and see how these things go as we definitely move forward with this because that's something that's going on now. Now, how are you taking a look at all this stuff when it comes to the statue aspect? Are you seeing a value in bringing the statues down? Are you not seeing a value, especially the other portion that you need to think about as we are having the conversation? What about these name changes that are taking place with bands or that are taking place with the names of roads, some changes that are also taking place with potential cities? Now, the city thing has not occurred 100%, but there's some cities in talks of changing their name because of what it actually could mean or some of the meanings that they have behind them. What do you think about this? What is your general thought? Now, if you do have anything that you would like to state, feel more than welcome to come into the comments section. Leave a comment there. Now, as we always talk about, some comments will be seen if you go to safetyfm.tv. Sometimes we have some hard times with some of the other places on where some of our stuff is actually posted. So if you're listening to us, feel free on doing it. Now, I'm going to tell you, we've been talking about it for months, and I finally have worked this bad boy out. I don't have it on right now, but we'll turn it on at some point this week. We do have a phone number for you to call directly into the station now. So worked on that bad boy while I was gone. So this way you can call directly into the station and maybe interrupt us here on the Rated R Safety Show with what your thought processes are. Now, before I forget, because I want to share this information. Duh. The contest is still going strong for one of these bad boys. When the Worst Accidents Happen, this is the newest book by Todd Conklin. We are giving these away on Wednesday. We will have multiple winners for the book, and we'll be giving them away on this show, the Rated R Safety Show, just in case you didn't remember that. So I just want to make sure that you do remember. And if you haven't entered, go into safetyfm.com forward slash contest to enter in, or you can even go on to us onto our LinkedIn page, and you'll see an entry point for that right there. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. So continuing down the news process here, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. The Golden State Killer is expected to enter a plea deal today to a series of assault and murders that he committed back in the 1970s and the 1980s in California. The 74-year-old Joseph James D'Angelo Jr. made a deal with prosecutors sparing him of the death penalty for 13 murders and 13 kidnappings related to those charges, of course. In return, D'Angelo must admit up to 62 rapes for which he could not be criminally charged because too much time has passed. Relatives of the victims are expected to confront D'Angelo at the sentencing in August. Now, what do you think about that? As you sit here and you have this thought process of me telling you this story, what do you think as a safety professional, this should be done with this gentleman? What do you think about when you hear some of these people that put things at severe risk for us? As we have these conversations, of course, I don't know. I always think about my friends. There might be attorneys. I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not part of your family, and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Fiker Law. That's why we're unstoppable. 
we at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. So continuing going down the path in California and things that are going on over there, a California judge has ruled that migrant children held in the country... Three, three families detention centers must be released in mid-July due to the coronavirus pandemic. The order states that the children must be released with their parents or to available suitable sponsors or other available COVID-free non in a non-setting where people might have it. So think about that real quick. Which the consent of their parents or guardians. The ruling is part of an ongoing effort to release immigrants who are considered high risk given to the confined settings and facilities and the potential spread. As of Friday, there were around 8,850 detainees in ICE custody who have been tested for the coronavirus with 751 confirmed cases. So what is your thought process as you hear this? What do you think, number one, about them being confined, number two, about them being released, and number three, them being released to somebody in general or a sponsor with consent of the parents, but the person or sponsor or whoever's actually taking care of the children has to be COVID-19 free area. Now, where exactly would that be located right now? Can anybody answer the question of where are the least amount of cases that are going on? Because I think that that might actually be a little bit important to know right now. Because that's some of the stuff that I keep on wondering. Where is one of the best places to be located as we move forward? Now, as a safety professional, what are you doing inside of your organization to actually keep places safe? What are you doing in regards of how are the work environment working? Are you still seeing a lot of people that are working from home? Are you still seeing a lot of things that have not really changed? You're not letting people back into the office. I was having a conversation this morning with a gentleman that was having a discussion with me about some cases that were taking place inside of his workplace and how it had become interesting because one person had to come in contact with another person who was infected and how it was going to potentially spread throughout the organization. And some people were kind of concerned about what was actually taking place. So they were putting more and more things on lockdown and they were calling some of the people that the person had been in contact with and moving forward and doing some testing. Now, what is your concept of testing? How do you look at this? Is your organization doing something in particular for the testing methods or are they doing something like nothing at all? I mean, I know it varies severely from organization to organization, but what do you see going on in your side or your neck of the woods? Think about that for a moment. Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never. So three members of the Minneapolis City Council who voted to eliminate the local police force in favor of peace officers in a holistic public health-oriented approach have hired their own private security detail on the taxpayer's dime. Following the 12-0 to vote on Friday, I will name them Andrea Jenkins, Philip P. Cunningham, and Alondra Cano demanded protection against the threatening communication that they had been receiving. The city has paid $63,000 over the last three weeks following the alleged as if nothing has been documented via threats. Now, what do you think about this? What do you think about the taxpayers paying for people's security? Do you think that it brings value because of what they're wanting to do? their accomplishments there in regards of how they want to move forward with it. Now, that's something that you have to think about. I'm just bringing up the subject because it is available in the news. Duh. But how do you move forward there? How does that come about? Do you think that there is a value of $63,000 
over a three-week period. That is something to really consider, especially with some of the things that are going on right now in this very, very strange time. In this new era of defunding the police, a wave of NYPD officers have filed for early retirement. According to the NYPD, 272 officers have filed between May the 25th, when George Floyd died, and June the 23rd, representing a 49% increase over the same period last year. Police Benevolent Association President Patrick Lynch told the New York Post that officers at their are at their breaking point at the moment. Now, how do you feel about it? How does that news story get into you? Do you what is your whole concept of this whole thing that we keep on hearing about about defunding the police? What is your thought? Do you see there is a value there? Do you see that it's going to bring something worthwhile? Or are you totally against it? Now, I know that the concept of defunding the police is listed on the Black Lives Matters website. Now, I have not been on it recently, so I'm only being able to give you some information that's a little bit older. So I don't know if they have updated it. But it didn't go into their concept of what they mean by defunding the police. Now, there is some different things that are out there. And I do understand what defunding means. So let's make sure that that we're clear here. But there are some things that are being brought up on some other systems that they want to put into place, meaning people want to put into place in regards of maybe we should send somebody who might be able to assist somebody with mental health. If it's a mental health issue and really kind of eliminating some of the things that police officers get to be sent for in general. But the last time that I checked, the concept did not break down significantly enough to really have a true understanding about it. How is your thought behind it? What is your thought process? Do you think that some of these things should be defunded or should they take away some of the funding and really restrict some of the information on what they're going to go attend to? I don't know. There's so many different conversations and public opinions when it comes associated to that, that it's difficult to answer that question. Now, I try to steer clear from a lot of the conversations about certain things, because I think it's easy. And some people have tried to make this a political rant in regards of what that could actually be done. I always tell people to have change, you have to think about think about things differently. I don't know what should be done. I know that there's a conversation that should be had in regards of what we should do next. One way, shape, or form, we already know that changes are occurring. Now, in the court of public opinion, you'll have to decide if that's good, bad, or indifferent. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, police in Louisville, Kentucky are investigating a shooting that occurred Saturday evening in a crowd full of protesters at Jefferson Square Park. Authorities said that at least one person was killed and one was taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Officers cleared the park and secured the area so homicide detectives could conduct the investigation. Jefferson Square Park has been the center of protest for weeks. So what do you think? You heard who went there. The detectives went there. The police cleared it. How would that actually look in this new quote-unquote reality that we're trying to get to? How Who would be clearing out the square? Who would be doing the checks? I think that's some of the conversation that we do need to have 
as we do move forward with this. Because I think that sometimes we get lost in translation. I think that sometimes we don't really do a lot of the research on what things should be ahead of time. Because the problem is, if we jump in head first, not knowing how deep the water is, that could become a little bit scary. Duh. Especially if you crack your crown because you didn't do enough research. Now, I think that really conversation should be had. Now, take a look at this area right now in Louisville. Kentucky, that is, and how that actually worked. So if Jefferson Square Park has been the center of protest for weeks, interesting on how this occurred. Something, you know, needs to be looked at there, of course. That's the conversation. Now, what exactly security measures need to be put into place? I asked this to the safety professionals that are out there because they can assist with a lot of this information. And I know that we can talk about, you know, safety defensives, safeguards, and all that kind of fun stuff. But what are you looking at? How are you doing it? What do you think that should be put there? Maybe that's the question we should be asking ourselves. You are listening to something magical. (laughs) You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, storms over the weekend brought at least 100% reports of severe weather in various parts of the U.S. The two main clusters were the northeast where gusty winds and heavy rains hit parts of Maryland, Delaware, and New Jersey. Another cluster hit the southeast, bringing tornado-producing winds to Georgia, South Carolina. A reported tornado touched down in Alabama. Out west, an ongoing pattern change of bringing elevated and critical fire danger. The meteor, Also, the meteorologists are keeping an eye on the Sahara dust, saying that the individuals who have sensitive respiratory concerns could see symptoms elevated. Well, holy squat, man. What the hell is going on? And that's not to add, because I did not reference it, there was an earthquake that occurred yesterday in Puerto Rico. Maybe we should start talking about the earthquake things again, because I know for a period of time we were really going into depth into a lot of the information that was going on to earthquakes, because I'm pretty still intrigued on how frequently they do occur and how frequently do we do not talk about it. What are you thinking about all this change with the weather? With all these changes that we keep on seeing? Pretty interesting times. And I mean, I could tell you there is the crazy rabbit hole. Of everything you can look into as we have the conversation here. We can look into it and go down these deep, dark rabbit holes of different information about what's causing it. I mean, I've heard everything from aliens to the two sun concept to you imagine it and it's there. But research and really factual information. Now, keep in mind, we can actually always have confirmation bias. To confirm anything that you want. But maybe that's not the the way that we should look at it. Maybe the way that we should look at it is exactly how it should be. By doing true research and validating where you're getting the information from. Something to think about as you and I speak here. Because I think that's important. Because I think sometimes some of us tend to forget what's going on. Duh. Okay, so let's continue down, 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 down. So do you remember The Graduate? Mm-hmm. That graduate, the author Charles Webb of The Graduate, passed away due to blood condition. He was 81. This occurred over the weekend, so I just wanted to share that information with you. Let's talk a little bit about politics, even though I just told you a few moments ago I tried to avoid them like the plague, if all possible. Mike Pence has postponed campaign stops in Florida and Arizona. 
Probably a good idea. This week, due to intensifying coronavirus concerns, the vice president is still planning to keep his travel schedule to those states so he can meet with governors and local health officials. Now, I don't think that it's a great idea that if you're going to one of the three states that I mentioned earlier, Texas, Florida, or Arizona, it would probably be a good idea to try to visit there, especially if you don't live there, um, especially if things are pretty high right now. Now, of course, some different sequencing, some different mass requirements. And, you know, the mass thing I still find interesting because some people say that they don't serve a purpose. Some people say that they serve a purpose and, you know, just mixed reviews all across the board there um, in regards of what they can and cannot do. So something to think about as you move forward. A measure has passed in the Mississippi House and Senate to begin the process of changing the state flag. Mississippi's flag is the last in the country to feature the Confederate emblem and has since... It was adopted since 1894. A following-up bill detailing the proposed redesign will be introduced soon. So what do you think? This has been kind of a lot of the conversations of, you know, of things going on in regards of looking at having the Confederate symbol on some of the items that are out there. How do you feel about the whole thing? Some people like the idea. Some people hate the idea. But you in particular. Yeah, you. What are you thinking about it? What are your general thoughts when it comes to that? Does it make you angry? Does it make you happy? Do you think it's a good idea? Do you think it's a bad idea? There's so many mixed reactions that it's kind of difficult to say which way is the best way or which is the best thing. What do you think? Is it a symbol of pride or is it a symbol of something entirely different to you? There's so many ways to look at it that you have to make the determination on what you think is best. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so no winner for Friday night's Mega Million drawing. Tuesday's drawing will be for $53 million jackpot or $42.1 million cash payout. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing either. Wednesday's drawing will be for $51 million or $40.6 million cash payout. Good luck on that. I would normally tell you at this particular portion of the show, listen to what happened at the box office. But guess what? Most movie theaters are still not open, so I can't share that information with you because there's nothing there. Now, movies, brand new movies are coming about still on the on-demand services of the world. So if you're interested in that, take a look for sure, because I think that might be important because, you know, you still have to watch some movies. Let's go with it that way. Anyways, let's talk about this in the showbiz news real quick. Beyonce surprised fans by releasing a one-minute teaser for her new upcoming visual album, Back is King, over the weekend. According to Disney, the visual album is based on the music of The Lion King, The Gift, and will feature other artists and special guest appearances. Beyonce is one to set to release the album, which she wrote, directed, and executed, executive produced on Disney+. Plus. At the end of July. So that's something to take a look at. If you're interested, there you go. We have that coming up. Here's some news that you might care or not care about. Justin Bieber has filed a $20 million defamation lawsuit against two women who are accusing him of sexual assault. Last week, the two women posted their allegations of their respective Twitter accounts. One claims that the her assault occurred in May of 2015 at a hotel in New York City, and the other says that she was assaulted back in March of 2014 at the Four Seasons Hotel in 
Austin, Texas. Bieber's lawsuit calls allegation as fabricated. Here's some stuff going on with some of the newscasters, or a newscaster better saying, Megyn Kelly is shading over their decisions to pull the episode of 30 Rock that featured characters in blackface. Kelly tweeted, so it turns out that when Andy Lack, former NBC News chief, said there is not a place on air for the discussion of blackface with BC, NBC was already chock full of shows and major stars actually wearing blackface on the air at NBC. Her dig comes from 30 Rock creator Tina Fey and Robert Carlock requested a four episodes from the long-running sitcom that features white characters in blackface to be removed. Elizabeth Banks will be playing Mr. Fizzle or Miss Fizzle in the live action film adaptation of the Magic School Bus. So if you're interested in that, there you go. You might have heard this news circulating around, so here we go. I'll share this talking about the porn industry. Porn legend Ron Jeremy has pled not guilty to charges of raping three women and sexually assaulting another. The 67-year-old entered a plea at his arraignment on Friday in L.A. courtroom. He is being held on a $6.6 million bail. The charges come to light last week after two years of investigation into Jeremy's by Los Angeles County detectives. I have to tell you, I heard that news story and they were talking about in particular a bar where this allegedly did occur. Now, I don't know. Porn star Ron Jeremy, you are aware that he did star in a a Super Mario movie. Yeah, it's the only porn movie that Nintendo owns. Yeah, if you don't believe me, look it up. You can find it on the web. Uh, Nintendo does own the rights to that one. Long story, but anyways, talking about that for a moment. Duh. The court of public opinion, I think, is going to play heavily into that case. Because of the profession that Ron Jeremy comes from. Something to think about, or not think about, however you want to look at it. But something to consider as the conversation moves forward. Now, I can tell you some very graphic things that I have read online about Ron Jeremy. Now, I will tell you, this is the rated R safety show, not the triple X safety show. So, I can't probably go into much discussion of it. But... You are aware of the profession that he's in. So think about some of the things that might come up during the conversation. Anyways, let's talk a little bit more here. The Dixie Chicks are now the Chicks. The female country trio has changed their names in hopes to move away from racism as the word Dixie is a nostalgic nickname for Confederate era South. The ladies dropped a new video on social media revealing their new name. Now, here's another case of public opinion. Some people were offended, of course, by the portion of Dixie. But some other people were offended by the word chicks. On how the chicks contentation might actually come about. So, what do you think? Do you think they should have just changed their name in total? All together? Or do you think it's okay what they have? Duh. Duh. I mean, something to think about. I don't know. What, what's your thought process? Anyways, let's talk a little bit about Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle is looking to team up with the Los Angeles Power Players to create her new brand, according to a new book about the Royals. Royals at War, the inside story of Harry and Meghan's shocking split with the House of Windsor. Also claims that Prince Harry has cabin fever and is overwhelmed with guilt about not being back home during the coronavirus pandemic. 
There you go. There's some book sales for you if you're interested in that kind of stuff. Anyway, so something to think about as we talk about this. Anyway, Stephen Ross has pledged an additional $13 million over four years in his anti-racism rise initiative. The organization announced Friday that the Miami Dolphins owned has now confirmed $30 million in total. The Ross initiative is a sport is for sports where, where quality was established five years ago to promote the unity and combat systemic race racism. There you go. Rice says that it has helped 12,000 students, athletes, coaches, staff, all over to help champions of social justice and improve race relations. So something to take a look at. If you're interested, you can go over there and take a look at what they have to offer. Now, I have to tell you, last week I was going out round and about, as you are aware, down in the good old Key West area. Now, I did see some signs posted, and it's something that I really don't talk about a lot. And I think that it's something that we should have a discussion about. You know that when you stop at certain areas, you, let's say, for instance, like a rest stop or anything along those lines, there's some information that's available about it, but you never see a lot of things on the air about it. So let's talk about this real quick. Have you really thought about anything related to missing children? And what do I mean here? If you go to missingkids.org, that's missingkids.org, there's information right there of children that are actually missing in different areas throughout the U.S., so I would recommend if you could or have a moment, and maybe we'll start doing some video portions about this, you can go to this website, missingkids.org, and it will show you pictures of children that are missing throughout the United States, and it will give you the possibility to be able to assist in regards of finding them, how you may be able to donate, how you might be able to assist in the local levels of where children are missing. So just something to think about as that is available, that is missingkids.org. I would recommend strongly if you do get the opportunity to go to the website, take a look around and see what they have to offer. Also, another thing that we talk about all the time here, but I want to talk about it for sure today, is the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. That is the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They are there to assist you if you are struggling with thoughts of depression or suicide. You can call 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK. Or you can go to their website at suicidepreventionlifeline.org, suicidepreventionlifeline.org, and they'll be able to assist you in regards of some resources that might be available in your area. They are open or available online or via phone 24-7, so please don't hesitate to contact if you are struggling with either or of those particular scenarios. Also, another one that's available is also known as To Write Love on Her Arms. That is to write love on her arms. And that's a website that's available that can give you about local resources that are available in your area. So those are two options for you to take a look at as we do move on here on the Rated R Safety Show. So something to think about as we do talk about this. So let's talk about some things that are coming up. Tomorrow, Jay Allen show coming to you on the podcast version. We are going to be having some interesting conversations, a lot of interaction or feedback about the conversation with Riggs Eckleberry. And, you know, it was the poop water conversation. Yeah, you did hear me say that correctly. Poop water conversation. I think it'll be pretty interesting on how we'll be able to move forward with some of that conversation. And then if you take a listen to tomorrow's pod, I think you're going to find this one particular interesting, especially with this new time that we're dealing with everything on how, you know, virtual settings are playing a huge factor and how virtual everything is taking place. This might be an important one if you're into training 
Or if you're doing, you know, portions of a change career-wise, this might be something that you might be interested in. So I have to tell you real quick, finally announced the next big safety podcast winner. Um, We have contacted the person who won. I think it'll be interesting when everybody sees it. You might have got a little bit of a teaser earlier today. If you haven't seen it, you'll find it. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about once you see it. So teaser there. And then we got some special things that are coming up on the station. And what do I mean by special things? We keep on referencing that we wanted to do some trainings because people are requesting trainings, you know, learning. So we're going to do some learnings and we're going to do it virtual style. Not going to be so much radio. We're going to do it so much in regards of where we can do video conferencing, as you have seen. But we're going to do it a little bit different than what most other people have doing it. So we'll have a conversation about that. Also, right now, there is some plans of an organization that I get to interact with quite a bit of them doing a live in-person conference, potentially, come the end of the month of September. So... We are still in conversations, depending on what how things progress here. Um, if the conference does take place, we will talk about it here live on the air. Uh, and we'll see how that goes. Because I'm, I'm kind of torn on how I feel about it, especially with things going on in Florida the way that they are. So we can have the conversation, but we'll talk about it as the closer we get. If it changes and it goes out the, goes out the window, we'll talk about that too. Because as you have noticed... Over this short period of time that we have spent together, I'm normally not very shy about when it comes to my opinion. Duh. And I'll share it with you. Good, bad, or indifferent, you know, has not made me the most popular guy in the room, but that's okay. Those things happen. Also, before I forget, last night, there was a new podcast that came out. And when I talk about new podcasts, I'm not talking about a new podcast episode. I'm talking about a new podcast. So... A new podcast by the name of Alan the Safety Guy. If you have not taken a listen to it, I'm going to recommend strongly that you listen to that particular podcast. The other portion that I'll reference to you relatively quick, it is not a podcast in the family of Safety FM podcast. And that's perfectly fine. Some people always get a little bit confused on, why don't you ever only talk about that? No, it's okay. This particular podcast has Alan and JR on it. If you have not taken a listen to Alan, the safety guy, go find it. I think you'll enjoy your time taking a listen to that particular podcast. Um, It dropped last night about 6 p.m. Very, very good information there. Thought it was one of the better podcasts that I have heard in a while. So take a listen to it. See what you think. Let me know. We might talk a little bit more about it tomorrow. Anyway, so that's what we got going on here at Safety FM right now. So currently about 17 minutes before the end of the hour. Wanted to jump in today. Make sure that we were able to have a conversation and do some interesting things. And then hopefully you had some fun last week, depending on what you did during your normal noontime. Hopefully you didn't spend too much money on some things that could have been of value or not been of value last week. But whatever. It is what it is. So let's move forward and let's see. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only 
in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.